episode 285 on December 24th, 2019. We are talking transitioning from Q4 to Q1 for your Amazon e-commerce business. It's a fun one. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. How is everybody doing today? I would hope everybody's happy. Probably not on the internet much. Seems like everybody's already kind of relaxing after fourth quarter, at least it will be going out on Christmas Eve, so obviously e-commerce sales might not be hopping, but maybe those retail stores are jam-packed for the last-minute shoppers. But most of you, I assume, are online sellers, at least that's what I almost hope. I mean, that's the future, right? I don't know. I guess there'll always be last-minute shoppers, but it'll probably be delivered by drones on Amazon. So... Oh, 285 shows. It's, I like that number, 285. It's nice and round. Getting towards the end of the year. If you're on our email newsletter, it's out Thursday nights. We try to talk about the podcast of the week, some news, some fun stuff. I'll be in China by the time this show is online. I'm recording the intro while I'm in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And we recorded this with Keith O'Brien today on, on uh, Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving is when we recorded this one. There is never a day off, and our team got this off on Christmas Eve. But back to the newsletter, we did just ask people to fill out a survey, year-end 2019 going into 2020 survey. If you are not a fan of email newsletters, or if you are and don't even know we have one, check it out at globalfromasia.com slash subscribe. We try to put some email newsletter only things but today i'll share something i did ask for is some survey feedback globalformation.com slash survey it's kind of a long form i know but you don't got to fill all of it out if you listen to podcasts maybe it's your favorite part of this show is it podcasts you like is it newsletters is it blogs is it youtube videos or reviews now is your time to let us know let me know let april on our team know let the other people on our team know I would love to hear from you and you have the option. You could be anonymous or you could leave your name and email. Maybe we'll contact you or maybe we'll give you some freebie. Also collecting some feedback on the cross border summit 2020 fifth annual crazy time is flying here, but without further ado, we will get into the show. Let's get in with Keith O'Brien and giving you some ideas and tidbits, maybe what you should do for your listings, your e-commerce business, now that Q4 is basically over and what to do going into the new year. Are you looking to get some investment exposure in the new year for Amazon and e-commerce businesses? Maybe you want to either hedge your bet with your own Amazon business or you want to do more of a passive investment. Partners and I at Alpha Rock Capital are a great place to look. We're doing a capital round right now. Actually, we're doing a lot of webinars. We have a podcast. I'm also help hosting. And we have a round open in 2020, early 2020, just a, a few investors we're looking for. No pressure. We're low pressure. We're actually more exclusive. We'd like to know a little bit more about you. Check it out at alpharockcapital.com. If you want to register for the next webinar, go to slash webinar. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another Global From Asia podcast. This one, Keith, is uh, we've been in touch for a couple of years. Should have gotten you on the show. Finally, got you on the show. We also, you were also one of our more popular speakers at some of our events, like Cross Border Matchmaker back in Huachan Bay, Shenzhen, in 2000. 
seventeen, I think. Time is flying. It's uh, oh my goodness. Seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, we've always we've chatted about the industry, and uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you over the years. So, Keith O'Brien from Page One, which is a optimization specialized company. You're based in Florida, right? That's correct. Uh, down just south of uh, Fort Lauderdale in Hollywood, Florida. Awesome. I don't know if I told you. I think you're near my my, my family in Port St. Lucie. So. That's, yeah, not too far. A couple hours uh, up the coast. Yep, yep. Very cool. So, there. Do you want to share a little bit about about your agency, Page Dot One? Sure. Yeah. So, Page One. You know, we've been around the 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 space now on Amazon for I guess going a little over five years. Which you know, as you know, Mike, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a, couple, a lifetime. That's a long, yeah, it is. It's a long time uh, in this space and. Uh, uh, we started in the um, we started back uh, as a service provider with a company called I Love to Review back in the day. Yeah, as a lot yeah, of I was, remember. I was going to mention yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and then um, we've uh, transitioned into really Page One's a full service agency. Uh, we do uh, everything. Our our one off and individualized services are things like listing optimization. Uh, uh, EBC and uh, uh, A plus design. We do product photography uh, in house here. Uh, we have a full ad management team, and and we just launched full service brand management back a, about three or four months ago. So you know we do we do all the the bits and pieces outside of getting your inventory from your manufacturer. Great, yeah. I mean, of course, there's so much to that. You know, there's so many different skills and personalities and people and designers and creative process in there i we were chatting before recording about that so yeah hats off to you and the team there for that um thanks yeah and uh we uh i was joking but no turkey i mean we just you just i didn't have any turkey either but we're recording this right on black friday right after thanksgiving and uh your morning my night here um so we're you know today's show i thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about I think there's a lot of talks about Q4, but I was thinking we're the show will come out in December, so I'm thinking it'll be by now. If you didn't, if you're not ready for Q4, you're you're done. So um, yeah, uh, basically what people do after the big, you know, the huge Q4, where everybody's counting their cash. You know, um, what we do after that going into Q1. Um, but before we get into that main topic, you know, I thought you were mentioning the history of of today of black friday is recording it you know you said you know the conversation about you know how e-commerce owes the traditional retail right yeah yeah for sure i mean i it's it's funny because you know black friday if you go back to like its origin it was like it, it came out of like the mid to late 1800s and it really was talking about uh the crash of the u.s gold market um, and, uh, then moving forward, it, it got termed this day of spending wow. just tons of money, uh, in retail, you know, and, uh, I think the, uh, while it's not the exact history of it for sure, you know, I think if you look back to the early days of like when Macy's and Gimbel's were, were the, you know, kind of the dominant retail players, you know, Macy's created, uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. Right. And, it was all really about uh, the retailers uh, seeing this opportunity. Obviously, everyone started spending. You know, we've we've 
we've been conditioned by both retail and the media and our culture, right, that we just have to spend just massive amounts of money during this period of time. And, and uh, so Macy's really started the parade. It, you know, it really wasn't for the kids, Mike, you know, to see big mm-hmm. It, it was to get people in the holiday spirit, which in America, that's consumerism, right? Uh, to get them into that spirit earlier, right? So it's really interesting. Um, and uh, so little little history lesson. But I think, you know, in e-commerce, you know, yes, we have Cyber Monday that was created years and years later, just about 14, 15 years ago. But uh, we, as e-commerce sellers, we really have... You know, we talk about we kind of battle with retail a lot, you know, but the reality is, you know, the buying habits of consumers, we we really need to credit retailers for uh, uh, for creating that. Um, And uh, so they were the ones that kind of moved it along and moved it forward and, you know, created that to begin with. True. I mean, that just that, you know, I'm in here in Asia all the time and they can't wait here even it's like halloween and they're sticking up christmas stuff i'm like can't we finish at least halloween before the christmas stuff goes up in the store like seriously i know right yeah well, can't you know, wait. There's, there's always the point of you know are you tacky if you put your lights up on your house before thanksgiving for christmas right i always you know it was back when i was raised it was always uh this weekend as we started putting up lights yep yeah, but you know what? It's it's funny, you know. Like uh, we have a lot of clients in Australia, and you know, there's cu- countries that don't have Thanksgiving mm-hmm. that now, from a retail and online standpoint, they they uh, they recognize Black Friday. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's all about the money, right? It's all about business, oh. and and then uh, <laughs> consumerism. You know, I'm a, I'm moving right now, and I just. Re- don't know how there's all this stuff well i guess especially with kids there's just stuff i i, I don't want stuff but this what that's what uh you know of course retailers want and e-commerce sellers want um to buy stuff so so we're um so people are hopefully making some money hopefully the listeners had a good q4 when uh, the show is online and you know we are um talking now about what are some Maybe some mistakes people made that they're face. What are, I could also bring up some, but of course, they're, maybe they're out. I was at a small meetup yesterday in Chiang Mai, and there was a guy out of stock already. But it's like a good problem, right? I mean, that's one issue. What are some other, you know, yeah. blunders or things you see? That- yeah, I always, I always, I always say that you could you could tell the seasoned seller from the new seller by how stressful they feel Q4 is, right? So that. The newer seller tends to put a ton of stress on themselves really unnecessarily about Q4. Um, and sure, like if you've got your first product or second product coming to market and, you know, you're able to get it in there, you know, by early November and start getting, you know, getting moving, you know, you may, you may catch a little bit of the wave, you know, of the increased traffic. But uh, I think the first mistake is is how how much stress sellers unnecessarily put on themselves around this time of year. It's just, it's just unnecessary. So that's number one. Um, you know, I think, uh, the leading into Q4 is, is really where you need to do your work. And so, you know, you should start our busiest time of year as an agency, honestly, is, uh, July, August, September. 
because uh, what happens is that's when all of our larger clients really start, uh, you know, all their new product offerings. They're 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 getting everything right that isn't right, re-optimizing things, and they're they're a quarter ahead of uh, when the traffic's going to come. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's funny. I mean, now, like at this point, you know, you're 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 monitoring stuff. You can't create. You know, it's it's you know too late unless you're trying to slip a product in between now and and uh, and Christmas just to pick up some of the things. But you know, from a promotional standpoint, it's already over. Like if you haven't planned it by now, it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you say? Running out of inventory, uh, mistake number one for sure. Overly stressed, certainly big mistake. Um, you know, not planning, you know, three to six months in advance, uh, you know, certainly another mistake, um, you know, not taking advantage of some of the levers that Amazon, uh, has for you, right? Like, uh, so here's one. So for example, you know, you can run, if you're invited into like prime exclusives discounts, right? You know, it's, uh, and black Friday, it's, it's a, it's a bigger required discount than the rest of the year. So you know, the rest of the year you can do a smaller discount, but Black Friday weekend, we Turkey Five, right, is what we call it. You know, you got to do a twenty percent off your lowest selling price for the last thirty days. So, uh, you know, if if you are in a run up to Black Friday and you've run any other type of promo, then you're going to have to come off twenty percent off that price in order to run a Prime Exclusives discount. And that's the that's the discount that will show that little badge on your listing black friday deal yep right which you know is quite nice and makes you stand out a lot agree you know yeah yeah i mean i have a product personally that you know sells you know four to five units a day on average and yesterday on thanksgiving i think i sold 15 or something like that so um just just for that product on a day that people aren't even supposed to start shopping yet awesome yeah, so of course, leveraging Amazon's own tools is always, you know, there's so much to it, though, and to keep up with everything, but right. that's definitely a mistake for sure. And then... Um, I would say also just the inventory planning, because you really, as you know, you got to really plan out through, like, March, right? Yep. Because um, right after the holidays, you know, and then January tends to be a really solid month for e-commerce because, uh, you know, all the kiddos and, you know, we're, we're lazy and so everyone gets gift cards, right? Yeah. And then they go spend them. I felt uh, that in last January. Yeah. But as you know, uh, I mean, living in China for so long, you know, come February, March, you know, the country is asleep. Exactly. Chinese New Year is just shut down. Yeah. So that's the biggest the biggest stress you have is you, you know, especially if you sell out now, people, you know, sellers, are, you know, we're already saying like you can't get your order in before Chinese New Year. Now, if you don't play, if you haven't some factories, you know, are I think Chinese New Year this year, it's never the same because it's not on the solar calendar. It's on the lunar calendar. So this year it'll be end of January, I believe. And so you got to get super, your order. Yeah, that's super early. Yeah, so you yeah. got to have everything ready. Um, so yeah, you got to be placing your orders before your Q4 is even over for later. So if you run out of stock now you're, and you didn't reorder, you know, it's just killer. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, the, the gift card, I couldn't 
last year I had, you know, we still do the Sisitano brand and um, in the investment company. And last year's Christmas, we made it, kept raising the price to try to keep it in stock and drop PPC. And it was still selling and we made it through through Christmas and Q4. But then the gift card just exploded it. I, don't, I just had, I felt this huge, ex- I, we can only assume it was gift cards in January. And mm. uh, it ran me out, ran us out of stock. And then we had to airship it airship some of it which is these heavy metal coffee pots so it's like yeah it's always a struggle yeah it's i think that there are definitely categories and products that are going to see a january lift uh just naturally regardless of whether or not it's gift card like you know if if you're in health and fitness right you come you know people come off of you know health and fitness diet uh, you know, anything about losing weight or getting in shape, you know, people come off the holidays, they've just eaten and been dormant and lazy for a month nonstop. They set New Year's resolutions to lose the, you know, the, the poundage that they've added on over the holidays yeah. and they're going out and buying their gear, you know, back, back in my twenties, I used to work in, uh, uh, a large health club in Atlanta and, uh, you know, Q4, it was a, it was a ghost town. Q1, it was like ants on a picnic blanket right the the number of people that were there we do more workouts per day in january than like like 10 times what what it would be from january to june so it was crazy and then like you know i think you know people have replacements of stuff you know they use a lot of stuff they don't use all the, the rest of the year during the holidays things break they need to replace it all that kind of fun stuff okay yeah i mean so if you have health and fitness i mean or people just buy stuff they actually wanted, you know. That's kind of the annoying thing, right? Whether it's a gift card or not, you just you're hoping your friends know what you want, and then you didn't yeah. get what you want, so you just buy it yourself. Or there's clo- right. closeout sales, you know. People are waiting. Some people wait till after Christmas because then the prices, I suppose, they're dropped or they're you know clearance um, holiday clearance stuff where sure. where you might ride that wave even if you're not having anything to do with it. So. So yeah, I mean it's um it's uh it's tricky. I mean but then how so can we how do we do inventory planning? I I think is it something I'd love it to is. hear some insights. I mean even me, I'm not that's always I think that's the hardest thing for me personally. It is it is tough. I mean, I think that, you know, first and foremost, you know, I think you need to reach out to your manufacturers and find out what their actual uh, Chinese New Year schedule is uh, because, you know, I th- at least my experience is everyone's a little bit different. You know, some factories are closed for, for 10 days, some are closed for two two weeks, some are three weeks, you know, some almost a month, right? Um, and so I think that's, you know, kind of understand what your resources are over there on the ground. Um, and this is assuming you're manufacturing in China, right? Um, uh, so that's number one. And then, you know, look, if you haven't had if you haven't had your products go through a holiday season yet, like, you know, you're using your best guesstimates. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think for for seasons, season products uh, that have, you know, a, a nice you know history of reviews and sales history, you know, you could easily see, you know, double in November and, and triple or quadruple in December. But some products are way higher than that, right? Um, so, but if you just launch something over the summer, 
you know, you, you just got to use your best judgment. But, you know, I think if, you know, if you're using a 3PL in the U.S. to store your goods, uh, you know, instead of just putting everything in Amazon, you have, you know, some opportunities to be more thoughtful in your planning. So, you know, it's always better to, to, to plan on a little bit more of an aggressive side uh, uh, in terms of inventory than, than run out and, you know, lose, you know, a week of the, you know, the best trading days of the year. So, uh, you know, I think it's just that. I mean, it's being thoughtful, Mike, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, trying not to underestimate, don't go too crazy, you know. But again, just, you know, don't stress yourself out too, too much on it. There's always a next season. There's always a next year. There's more holidays in Q1. There's more holidays in Q2. Um, but just really just, you know, do your best. Use your historical, you know, data for reference. Use the rest of the industry in terms of data for reference and, and uh, do your best just to stay in stock. True. I mean, the other the other really hard part is, you know, Q4's storage fees in Amazon, they, they, they crank it up too. So you also got to kind of be a little bit careful. Mm. Yeah, for sure. They do. Um, I mean, if you move in stock, you're not going to feel it very much. Uh, uh, and you're certainly a lot less. But again, I think that's one of the big advantages of using a 3PL to, to, to bring your stuff over to first and, uh, and then bringing it into Amazon as you need it. So you always have, you know, if your 3PL, say, is in California, I mean, you know, you could be, you know, two to three days away from being uh, getting into Amazon. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. There's lots of different logistics companies that could help you with like a California West Coast air or warehouse and other solutions to to try to balance the fees and having some stock ready. The other the other strategy that I've always liked to hear is if you want to do make some bundles or you want to maybe change your product a little bit, you know, add a add a little bit extra bonus. You could ask your fulfillment company to throw some extra stuff in there to change it up to make it more attractive listing in case some competitors kind of come in or sure different things yeah i mean i think you know in terms of tactical for the holidays i think you know real it well this all sounds a little boring but you know the really going back to the you know the core foundation and basics of really what makes a good e-commerce listing or amazon listing and to make sure you've nailed that over the summer prior to the, you know, prior to Q4 starting and really just getting your, your sales going, uh, get the history going, getting the reviews going and have all that stuff really in place before you hit Q4, I think is, is by far the, uh, the best strategy for taking advantage of it. Um, you don't always need to discount uh, through Q4, especially on this weekend, Black Friday, you don't always need a discount to sell well. Um, you know, I know plenty of our clients and, and, and colleagues, they don't discount a, a dime during this year. You know, they use this year to get full, you know, this part of the year to get full margins. You know, they discount, they do sales, they do all kinds of things to get, you know, their ranking up, uh, you know, uh, going into this time of year. And then they let, you know, let the listings do what they do and take, they take full advantage of the, of the volume of Q4 at full rate. Yep, of course. I feel the same we, with us. Uh, you know, Alpha Rock, we've been increasing price on uh, a lot of our different product. Just this is the time to make the money, right? I think the rest yeah. of the year is when you're trying to get your reviews, trying to get your traction, your velocity. This is 
Q4, I think, is when you're trying to cash in and and uh, pay for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. What I'm really excited about, there's a program that not a lot of people know about yet. It's in, you know, invite-only beta uh, right now, and uh, it's called Virtual Bundles. So uh, I heard about it about maybe three, four weeks ago. Um, I've already contacted Amazon. It's tough to get in. It's very, very restrictive at the moment. Uh, but this is something that, you know, I think sellers have been waiting on for a long time and the ability to create a virtual bundle so you don't have to tie up inventory on multiple SKUs. But, mm, exactly. you know, it's it's really exciting. So the way it's going to work, uh, according to the beta page that I read, is that you'll have a new listing, you'll have a new ASIN, but Amazon will actually pick uh, from the individual SKUs. Uh, you know, so, so that's really, really exciting, uh, to be able to do that and you can do it in a lot of different ways. And then, uh, that going, hopefully they expand that going into next year, then that's really, really exciting for the holidays to create some special holiday themed bundles. Um, you can do some really cool stuff with it. Yeah. I like that. Cause yeah, it's kind of almost what I was just mentioning about having stock out outside of Amazon to make some special bundles. Um, so you work with a lot of listings. Do you see people or do you advise people to like optimize the listing for Q4 for like keywords or for images for the spe- for the specific holiday or, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, we're, we're big on testing, right? And here's the, the, the interesting thing about Q4 optimization, right? It's, you know, the, the, the rule of optimization is that you really only need to, you only want to change one thing at a time to see if it actually gives your, your listing any lift, right? So, you know, if you're trying to test like, you know, conversion and, and click-through rate by changing your main image, right? Like you don't want to be changing anything else on the listing until you have your data on that one change, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's optimization 101. So the, the, the tough thing about going into Q4, Michael, is, is that the amount of customers is just so much higher that, you know, it is a dance to be able to tell if, you know, if, if your change was what did it or the time of year was what did it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, you know, we can lean on retailers in this time of year to kind of look at historically what's really worked. Um, so yeah, we have uh, we have clients that we've re-optimized uh, their back end. We've op- re-optimized some bullets uh, in title. Uh, we've re-optimized images to put holiday uh, themed images uh, inside of their stack. Um, you know, we've done you know holiday banners on A plus and their storefront, and just again getting people in the mood. Um, because this isn't something that most sellers do. And so it also gives you an opportunity to really stand out a bit. Um, and so just kind of thinking of a bigger picture, you know, like if you look at like what like target in America does, uh, or Google around the holidays, they all, you know, theme out their logos, right? They Mm -hmm. have this holiday. Yeah. I was thinking of that. Yeah. So just little things like that, that again, going back to like, you know, Macy's, the reason why they created, you know, the Thanksgiving Day Parade is just getting people in the holiday spirit, right? Because um, there's all these things that you can do to get people to your listing. But once they're there, 
we don't no one really talks about engagement on your listing but the reality is you need to keep the consumer there long enough to decide whether or not they want to buy and so uh, all these things are, are really tactics to do that okay okay interesting about yeah like I'm more of honestly I'm more of a Google Google marketer than a than an Amazon marketer I like you know I, but I think any kind of search engine algorithm really wants the users to well, of course Amazon can measure conversions but even stickiness or you know scrolling on a page or scrolling through the pictures you know like you said they 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 know everything it's their their site so you yeah. want to uh yeah you want to just show that you're engaging with the um with them and it it's it's, it's resonating um well th- this is one of the big reasons why A plus, you know, slash EBC enhanced brand content. This is one of the big reasons why it increases the conversion rate so much is it's the stickiness factor. So if you look at, you know, if you're like, say you're on mobile, which is where most uh, of search originates now, um, they might not they might not purchase as much from mobile, but certainly originating there that a plus comes in and you're looking at all those additional images and content like where consumers used to be the listing used to be over right like if they're down towards the bottom, you know, they're they're done product description uh, and some product details now have you know, half a dozen more images and content that mm-hmm. are, is keeping them on the listing way, way longer, right? So really good enhanced brand content uh, has the ability to, to impact that engagement massively, which is why, you know, we've seen double-digit increases with good EBC applied to a listing. Okay. I agree on that. And then, so I guess my other question, which if – the the positive maybe of you might increase your sales if you have this Christmas feel on your listings, but then of course you got to remove that just like you take down your Christmas tree unless you're like in the deep right. south and you keep the Christmas lights on year round. But uh, <laughs> you do yeah, want to take exactly. the Christmas lights down on your uh, virtual stuff as well as in well, your uh, as well you as in there. your. Uh, you went there, didn't you? you yeah. Did. You went- <laughs> Sorry about that. I just I've seen it in my own eyes, so it's it's real. Hundred percent, it's real. <laughs> but uh, you know, of course, in the Amazon or e-commerce world, you don't want to have the Christmas lights up in January, so you know, it no, does create more work. Don't. Of course, you do. You create more work, but I mean, realistically, like everyone's fighting for transactions on uh, uh, on the platform and. Uh, you know, everything is, you know, everything builds on itself, right? So, you know, is it a lot of extra work to create, you know, to create a, a simple banner that you can add to your A plus, eh, you know, not really. I mean, it, you know, it might cost you, you know, a couple hundred bucks to outsource that, um, and then have it done nicely. Uh, and then, you know, like the way we do it is we just add another, uh, banner to a plus so that, you know, come early January when it's over, we just click delete, right? So it's it's really not a whole, we're not changing a whole lot of things. We're maybe adding some things to a listing. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll tweak around some of the backend uh, keywords, which, you know, if you have a, if you have a huge, huge uh, catalog, obviously that's a lot of work, but, you know, still probably worth it. Okay. Yeah. And then, 
yeah i mean we can't be so lazy it's not a, it, it you know it's already pretty sweet you can just watch the sales coming in in q4 you gotta do some cleanup you know take down a christmas tree and take down the images it's not it shouldn't be that big of a deal and um, yeah i mean look you know as well as i do man like yeah <laughs> the there's there's a big there's a big difference like uh if you like we'll talk about like social media like you know people people post their highlight reel on facebook right and and instagram like we see the all the magic good moments of people's lives right same thing's true like on the conversations around e-commerce right you know laptop lifestyle you know, sitting on the beach and, uh, and Phuket, you know, and, uh, uh, and not really working. And <laughs> while some of that is true, right. The e-commerce is by no means a set it and forget it business. Right. And Amazon is certainly not that, uh, if you set it and forget it, your business is going to die for the most part, um, unless you get really, really, really lucky and fortunate, but most, most businesses that get no attention, uh, and people spend no time on you know, overtime are just going to fade to black. Agreed. So I think we're getting towards towards the end of our talk. I mean, is there any any last points about, you know, transitioning? I think we covered it pretty well. You know, we went through, of course, the out of stock, newbie stress, take advantage of the Amazon's uh, own levers, the Turkey 5. Was that the right thing? <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Inventory planning, we chatted, of course, Chinese New Year preparing already, even before Christmas is over. And uh, the virtual bundles is really cool. Thanks for sharing on that one. Sure. And then, yeah, of course, it's hard to test in Q4 because people are just buying maybe everything. Or your competitors are running out of stock and you might just get really lucky because everybody's out of stock and you're not, right? Or the other way around. So it's, it's true. It's yeah. hard to really test. Uh, but, um, you know, you should always try to test and... Uh, but it's been a really fun, fun talk, especially on yeah. this in the holiday holiday weekend. So thanks, Keith, for for sharing. Yeah, my, my pleasure, man. I think uh, we nailed a lot of stuff. And you know, look, when in doubt, send in more inventory. Uh, uh, you know, because that's the other thing, Mike, is that that you know Amazon's going to move your stock around, right? Uh, and you know, it's really big with with one day shipping now. Uh, and, uh, you know, the more stock you have, the more likely they're going to move it around to disperse it to, to where the demand is. And, and that just puts you in a much better position, uh, from a ranking standpoint, if you've got stock close to the customer. Agreed. Agreed. So where can people find more about you? Keith is page dot one is, is the agency and, uh, that's it the best is. place. So it is page dot one, and that's the the no dot com on the end of there. It's dot o n e, uh, but I think if you just Google page one, we come up pretty quickly, uh, and um, yeah, that, that's where you can find. A, we have a lot. We have case studies on the site. We have full description of services. Some of the prices that are we have for services are on the site. Uh, you know things like ad management or full brand management. That's a conversation, obviously, as it's a longer term relationship. But um, yeah, it's uh, that's that's the best place to go, and it's certainly if we can help any of your listeners, uh, we'd love to help them make some more money going into 2020. Sure, of course, it's great, Keith, and uh, thanks for sharing. And definitely, if anybody's interested, Keith's a great guy, and and uh, and reach out. So thanks again. Happy holidays. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, my Happy holidays to you and your family as well. 
looking for a teaching job in China or other parts of Asia, the partners at expatteaching.com is a great place for you to go check out different job opportunities and connect with different specialists. If you are looking for a career change or looking a way to get your foot in the door in China or other parts around the world, this is an agency that can help you connect with different people for getting English jobs or teaching jobs or math jobs and others. So I know we all got to start and we want to get somewhere. Check out expatteaching.com. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate you sharing with us on the show. And he's an awesome guy. It's been really cool. I remember the first time we connected on Facebook, he reached out and he saw like one of my video blogs about Chinese seller conferences. And it was like one of these thousand, multi-thousand seller events in Shenzhen, China. That was a crazy day. It was a really crazy day. It was the same day the police or immigration came to my my house. They were looking for the two other foreigners that were not reporting with the police that were looking they were looking for me i I was harboring illegals and it was like seven o'clock in the morning literally i wasn't i like sleeping with clothes i do wear clothes when i sleep or underwear luckily but i answered the door and i uh i was there was like a whole group of people one with the gopro and camouflage and police uniform and undercover clothes and they're like ready to raid my house same where the other two foreigners woke up my wife didn't know what she was what was going on and it was my two kids. <laughs> they were raiding my house to find my two kids. I forgot to register with the police when I registered with the police. And that was 2016. It's only gotten more strict, as you probably can tell. And I will be going back into this. I really, really hope, hope the show will go online because I have an amazing team. But hopefully I will be in free, uh, out, you know, free, uh, able, uh I'll just shut up. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back to normal. Getting the next week's show online. We have the interviews recorded already. I got to keep this intro short. I still got to finish packing here in Chiang Mai. And we're like, my wife just rented a car to another Chinese mom while we're gone for half a year. It's going to be crazy. But I will cut the blah, blah, blah short this time. It's your holiday anyway. So go and do some holiday cheer stuff. All right. See you next week. Hopefully. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.